It's Thursday, September 17, 2009. The Interior Department kicks oil companies out of bed. Cool. Literally. Really? EPA to regulate toxic wastewater. Cool. The world's fastest electric motorcycle. Even cooler. Plus, corporations are legally people. They do everything people do except breathe, die, and go to jail for dumping 1.3 million pounds of PCBs into the Hudson River. Corporate free speech may soon get even worse. You tell them, Stephen. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. Disturbing decision coming up potentially from the Supreme Court. We'll talk about that in a second. Here's the news headlines with Desi yes. Doyen. Interior Secretary Ken Salazar announced that the federal government is phasing out the Royalty in Kind program this week, in which the royalties owed by oil and gas companies for resources they extract from public lands are paid in oil and gas products rather than in cash. But recent audits have shown that the Minerals Management Service, in charge of the Royalty in Kind program, has failed to track or collect tens of millions of dollars owed to taxpayers. This is in addition to the scandal last year. Sex. When, when Sex the, scandal. Yes, the Inspector General report found employees of the Minerals Minerals Management Service were literally in bed with oil industry representatives and engaged in corruption, drug use, and other misconduct. You had lobbyists literally sleeping with the folks who were supposed to be regulating them. An unbelievable story. So we have we put an end to that. At uh, this we point? are phasing out the royalty and kind program. That's the one that was so mismanaged. But they have at least put an end to those uh, those regulators who were sleeping with the lobbyists during the Bush administration. Correct? Yes. Well, good. The Environmental Protection Agency announced this week that it will write new regulations on wastewater discharges from coal-fired power plants for the first time in 30 years. Smokestack scrubbers remove pollution from the air, but nothing is done about the toxic wastewater byproduct from that process, which includes arsenic, mercury, and lead that is discharged into rivers or stored in massive waste ponds like the one that spilled millions of gallons of toxic waste in Tennessee last December. This latest move comes a day after environmental groups threatened to sue the EPA for not sufficiently regulating the toxic wastewater discharge charges. The EPA says technology exists to remove the pollutants from the water, but only a small fraction of coal power companies use them. A power company industry group cautioned the agency to go slow with any new regulations and consider the costs to consumers. Oh, did they caution them? Uh, The Obama administration has a mixed record so far with the EPA, although... Some recent decisions sounds like uh, perhaps the EPA is coming around. Perhaps they're finally doing the right thing there. Is there cause to be hopeful at this point? There is cause to be hopeful. The administrator, Lisa Jackson, has been very aggressive in attempting to rewrite regulations and hold companies more accountable. But, of course, there is a whole culture at the EPA that has not been in that same mode for several years. Uh, That's the understatement of the year, Des. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid told reporters this week that the Senate may delay climate legislation until next year, citing the heavy schedule in Congress and the intense health care reform debate. And, and the fact that Harry Reid is a little coward. And even though it would mean that the U.S. has nothing to show when the world meets at the U.N. Climate Summit in Copenhagen in December, both China and India have indicated they would make cuts in their own emissions as long as developed countries demonstrate concrete commitments on their own. Did I mention the fact that Harry Reid is a coward? Meanwhile, the House of Representatives just passed a bill to boost research into advanced battery technology to help develop a U.S.-based industry. Currently, the U.S. imports almost all electric car batteries and components. The bill puts up $3 billion in funding administered by the Department of Energy over the next five years. And we're talking about uh, billions and billions of dollars here, uh, potentially, that could go towards this industry as we look towards electric cars. Speaking of which... Through the mile out of very respectable 
The world's fastest electric motorcycle just set a land speed record at Bonneville Salt Flats in the Utah desert. The Mission 1 motorcycle set an unofficial speed record of just over 150 miles per hour. The first production models will be out next year and will go for a whopping $69,000, although a less expensive version is also in the works. While we're at it, we should mention the Frankfurt Auto Show opened this week, where electric cars are the stars of the show. Some very impressive concept cars to rival the fastest gas-powered conventional sports cars. you got to check them out online. Some very cool cars. We have the links at our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Yeah, they are cool. And what's cool here on this motorcycle is, you know, you've had people complaining that, oh, battery-powered cars and motorcycles can't possibly have the same type of pickup that uh, internal combustion engines have. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. The Supreme Court reopened arguments on the issue of contributions to political campaigns last week, specifically how much of a role corporations should have in our election process. Stephen Colbert recently said it best. One dollar gives your candidate one vote. Twenty dollar gives your candidate 20 votes. And a $10 million cashier's check from Exxon gives your candidate a much better idea of where he stands on drilling in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. (laughs) Yes, he's exactly right there. The, The idea that we have given personhood to corporations is what has gotten us into the mess, frankly, that we're in right now. These corporations, they don't go to jail when they break the law. And the fact that the Supreme Court has now specifically asked, wanted to hear this case, indicates that they are about to open the floodgates to allow corporations to donate directly to candidates as much as they like. People don't stand a chance. This is a huge issue. I can't believe it, frankly, is not getting more coverage out there in the news. But I guess we have to cover all the nonsense first, the stuff that actually matters second. You can check out Colbert's complete video, two of them actually on this, explaining it as well as anybody in the media for my money. Go to greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. My-